started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. Hello and welcome back to City Girls Make Do, your favorite Sex in the City podcast hosted by me, Stephanie, and I'm the hickey on your chin. <laughs> and I'm Alex, a little white pussy. Oh, <laughs> I almost went with something similar for, for this one. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, this is a this this episode is shitty. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a real doozy. Like, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Uh, still yeah. good yeah i think the same like it i feel like it was because it was like one plot sucked whereas last mm. week it was like it kind of felt like all the plots sucked last week but like yeah care- yeah mm-hmm. yeah it was sort of like i feel like because we were prepped for last week we sort of prepped ourselves for terribleness that this week was kind of just like, well, last week was getting punched in the face. This week was getting like punched in the stomach. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And no matter how much you prep for it, like you're ready. But yeah, sometimes writers of shows just suck at writing their shows. But yeah, we should probably just jump in. The non Samantha plots this week were like mostly fine. But yeah, yeah, I I guess we should just jump in because that's the only way we can really do this. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, okay, so we start out this week with Charlotte. And so she's out with this guy, Brad, on their first date and they're having their first kiss. And, you know, everything seems great. Uh, Then he starts licking her face. Yeah, just mm -hmm. just like not full on. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Up to the nose is where we're going. Uh, He's going everywhere but the lips, like the teeth. The chin, uh-huh. the nose, uh, but not actually in her mouth. Uh-huh. Nowhere even close to her mouth. And Charlotte's just like, what the what the fuck is actually happening? Okay, have you ever have you ever had just like an absolutely terrible kisser? Like not this uh, bad, probably. No, this is this is beyond bad. I mean, I think everyone's had a bad kiss, but like it's mm. just it's just been like, oh, we're not really on the same like kissing wavelength, if that makes sense. Yeah, that that makes sense. You know, they're like a little bit washing machine, but not like to the point where I've really had to make a statement on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never had a case where I've like needed to say something for sure. I feel like I've had like maybe one person who was just like not definitely just like it wasn't just like a one-off oh you were bad it was like more than one time bad yeah and i felt like it's like i wasn't gonna say anything but at the same time it's like our teeth are clashing together so that's a problem like that shouldn't happen very often that Um, shouldn't happen like regularly yeah no it shouldn't happen regularly (laughs) so thankfully that's not a problem anymore because yeah uh but so the girls are at dinner and charlotte uh starts talking about this tooth looking man and uh so they start talking about bad kissers and how it's like really the worst like i mean i mean samantha does bring up though well i mean it's kind of even worse when they just let their tongue lie there and just not do anything at all yeah that one's lazy in my opinion Mm-hmm. I did very much like her saying, well, what do you think their dick's going to do? So, yeah, I think, uh, good I think, point. Yeah, I think being, like, 
like I don't really care if you're a, a like a mediocre kisser, but like a a terrible one is obviously an issue. Yeah. Yeah, like if a guy was licking my chin or well, like anyone, it doesn't have to be a guy, if someone of any gender is licking my chin <laughs> and licking my teeth and licking my nose while we're kissing, like that is going to be a deal breaker for me. Like yeah. uh, Charlotte's kind of like, what, like you'd really just dump a guy for being a bad kisser. And it's like, okay, this guy isn't a bad kisser. This guy is like fully going to eat your face. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's bad. <laughs> Yeah, but then uh, we're at like a trendy restaurant. We're at a place called Fusion. Um, mm-hmm. The chef is called Adina and she like comes out and she's like, ladies, I'm going to have to ask you to quiet down. Like she seems super cool. And apparently it's like mm-hmm. like a blend of like soul food and then like traditional sort of high cuisine. Yeah, I would definitely eat here. It sounds good. Oh, hell yeah. She's got okra. I love okra. Uh-huh, it's good shit. Mm. Yeah, and uh, yeah, she it, it kind of seems like she already knows them a little bit. I don't know, because yeah. the way she comes over and talks to them casually, I don't really, I don't know if they really say how they know her, but. I think uh, she might be Carrie's casual. friend or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they might know each other. I don't know. I don't know how Carrie knows anybody, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, she comes over and she talks to them, and then her brother comes over, uh, Siobhan, who I thought was called Siobhan for like five minutes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's not an Irish woman's name. Yeah, I had to like look it up because Same. I was also thinking Siobhan, like the Irish name, but it's it's spelled like C H I V O N, I guess. So. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, and he comes over and he is like flirty with Samantha. He's like, "Didn't I see you at a record party?" And so heating mm-hmm. up. He has like earrings, which becomes a, for some reason like a a, a trait. <laughs> yeah, this is like a a plot point. Not a plot point, but like it is something that keeps getting brought up over and over again. I guess yeah, for some like, reason. I, yeah, uh, yeah. But he's he's black, so you know it's going to be a thing. Yeah, pretty much. Because it's, like, not possible to, for them to have people on the show who aren't white without it being a thing, so. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, essentially, he uh, he asks Samantha out, um, and she says yes. And then, like, Adina and him go away. And we get, this surprised me, um, Charlotte is, like, very PC. Yeah, she is kind of, yeah, she tells Samantha she's being politically incorrect. Uh, yeah, so far it's kind of Samantha saying, you know, he's a fine looking man, I want some of that. Uh, it's like not egregious, like AVE, it's like, no, I, there's, yeah. Yeah, she's not being too over the top, but like, she is sort of. She says it's black talk. And Charlotte's like, yeah. chill out. <laughs> you spoke to one black guy. You don't need to start talking like a completely different person. Uh, yeah, because that's the thing. Is it's like Samantha doesn't normally talk like that, which is yeah, why it's weird. Yeah. Uh, and she says it's not black talk. It's sex talk. Uh, Charlotte mm. says African-American. Uh, and then they Get into how Miranda says Samantha's an equal opportunity offender, which is, I hate that phrase. Oh, yeah. Samantha uh, is the type of person to say she's not racist because she hates everyone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's very, like, 
Samantha probably watches South Park. Uh, and <laughs> Samantha says she doesn't see color, of course. Uh, she sees conquests. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, it's not, it's just like, I mean, we're getting the same thing last week of like, it's the 90s. Yeah, like they think they're being edgy, but also progressive at the same time when really they're just being edgy. Mm, and not even like fun edgy just boring yeah exactly yeah that's it for now for that and then we go to carrie uh the next morning in carrie's apartment uh stanford's at her door and he basically says there's this beautiful man downtown selling furniture and we need to go see him she's just like i have stuff to do but then he shows her a picture and says he's straight and then she's immediately just like okay we're going <laughs> yeah i need my friends to do this for me um yeah <laughs> just right <laughs> uh so yeah they go down oh and we get a, we get a like a slur from uh Stanford, which was a bit jarring uh yeah yeah we did get that uh <laughs> and this is our introduction to aiden yeah We've, we have talked about aiden a little bit in the past uh so if people are wondering who we've been talking about this is him and he's here should we he's... describe him a little bit because yes <laughs> oh, his, absolutely he's definitely like a character so we get like a slow-mo shot of aiden and his dog and he's like you know roughing up his little ears it's very cute and aiden is like a tall guy um <laughs> And he's wearing like double denim and oh, tur I love it. turquoise jewelry. He loves like weird bohemian outfits and then turquoise uh -huh. jewelry. Yeah. So like that's the type yep. of man we're uh, we're going for the opposite of Big, but he is also quite yeah. tall. Yeah, I was going to say he's very different from Big because he's kind of like, like he's still a successful guy. He's not like Wall Street rich no. successful like Big is, but he's, you know, he's clearly got this like successful business except for it's more of like a hands-on type job because he's like makes furniture. He loves dogs, clearly. He's got like quite a bit of hair. Like it's not long, but it's, you know, no. it's kind of shaggy-ish. Yeah, yeah, he's the creative type. He's a bit more like relaxed and bohemian and he's, you know... He's cool, as opposed mm -hmm. to Big, who's kind of... And also, Aiden tends to be, like, a lot nicer. <laughs> yeah, Aiden is a lot nicer. The thing about Aiden is I feel like a lot of people, when they watch the show, tend to give Aiden so much credit for being, you know, like, a decent guy. Being like, oh my god, like a Carrie and Aiden. Like, she just, like, he's just so good for her. And it's like, I mean, the bar is real low here. Like, he's a decent guy. I think he's a good guy, for sure. But it's not like he's, like... He's not this, like, he's exceptional a, guy. Um, he's a straight he's white handsome. guy. The bar is yeah. on the floor. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Um, but that being said, I do like him. I think he's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, he's just... I mean, I feel like he's too good for Carrie, but that's just because Carrie is, like, you know, Carrie. Oh, yeah. The right opinion is that big is perfect for carrie because he's also shit like they deserve each other 
Yeah, they really do deserve each other. They're yeah. both awful. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, Carrie kind of sees him across the room, and his dog runs over to Carrie and just climbs all over her. And Carrie's very much just like, uh, "What do like?" Well, he's uh, kind get of off. he's kind of humping her leg. Oh yeah, he he very much is, and he's like a <laughs> medium sized dog too. Yeah, so I mm. don't know what he is. I'm not the best with dogs, but he's like a little friend. Yeah, he's a friend, and <laughs> that's his official breed. He's like, he looks like some kind of mix to me, but yeah. I love him. I love Pete. Pete the dog. Oh, um, so Pete is such a good name for a dog. I love it. It's really good. And Aiden comes over to get Pete and kind of just says, oh, well, you know, he picks the best looking ladies. And uh, Carrie's kind of, she's flattered, but also humiliated. Yeah. He, you know, they start flirting and he like takes her over to one of his chairs and like grabs her hand and puts it on it. It's very, mm-hmm. With his close up of his rings. Because this man, oh, is, yeah. he, he wears rings. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> multiple. Uh, it's good. Yeah. And then she like sort of blushes and like pulls her hand away and it's very cute. It's cute, but she's immediately like, I'll buy it. <laughs> and it's like $5,000 or something. She doesn't even a, know what it is. Uh, no, she didn't know what it was. She turns over the tag and it's 3000 or something. Oh, it's 3000 Okay, still. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> And then, like, Stanford earlier told her to say that she's a designer, so that she'll get a discount, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> she still gets, and, like, she's talking to him, and he says, okay, so with the designer discount, and, you know, you being humiliated, like, here's the final <laughs> number, and shows it to her, and it's like, ooh, um, and then she, they go on, a, and, like, they schedule a date, it's great. Yeah, it's, it's cute, they clearly both like each other, uh, so so that's good for now. Good for you, Carrie. You've picked up a cutie. Yeah. Uh, then we got Miranda and Steve. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he... So, like, Miranda comes into her apartment, and I just want to say she's wearing a super cute outfit. There's some outfits this episode. There's some... There's also a couple that I really didn't like to see, but, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, so she's wearing, like, a neon, like and like green and blue print wrap skirt and then like mm-hmm. a graphic tee and it, she looks super fucking cool i love a graphic tee and a high-waisted skirt i have uh-huh. to say it looks really good to me yeah and she comes in and steve's there and he's like oh do you want to do your accent <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's basically just like miranda my name was drawn to make a half court shot at the knicks game for half a million dollars Oh yeah, I think it's actually a straight million. Oh, sorry, it is a million dollars. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a it's a half court shot for a million dollars, Miranda. <laughs> and Miranda's like, oh, okay, that's great. Um, but don't get your hopes up. Yeah, uh, he's he's mm-hmm. like really excited about it, and it's Miranda, okay. so she's not. Um, and he's like, oh, why don't you uh, come watch me shoot hoops? Which is just the most boring thing I can fucking imagine. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, oh, I'm better than you think. Uh, come watch me shoot hoops. <laughs> and uh, she's just like, okay, okay. You know, just yeah. a really hard shot to make. So don't get your hopes up. Just watch him by himself practice free throws. Yeah. Not even I like mean... playing a game or like with his friends, like just shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> this is one of those episodes where I feel like I feel like Steve is right in this episode, but at the same time, his reactions are very 
bad. Oh my god. He reacts like a toddler. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like Miranda is in the wrong, but there's Mm, different ways to approach it. But we'll get there. We'll get Um, there. Um, Anyway, mm -hmm. he's like shooting. He shoots a ball to the, like, he throws it against the wall in her apartment, (laughs) which is such a fucking rude thing to do. And she apparently has that Laurent paint. Yeah, she's like, excuse me, what are you doing? Uh, and yeah, he just like, he just is very, you know, fine to just bounce the basketball all around her apartment. And I'm like, do you not live above somebody? Like, I don't know. But, uh, basketball, so, yeah. it's fucking loud. No, it's loud. And it's like, if it goes out of the way, it's going to knock something over. Like, yeah. boys, boys. <laughs> um. So we go back to Siobhan and Samantha and they have gone uptown to some club because he is thinking about signing some artists there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> She gets um like scanned at the door for like weapons, presumably. Um, and she's, mm-hmm. you know, loving being with the, the urban youth. Yeah, I think that this club has more black people in it than we've seen in the entire show before. There's so many black people. How did they find them in New York City? Right? Like, this is surprising to me. Uh, And I don't know. I feel like they don't really spend that long actually in the club, but uh, it's mostly just they end up back at Samantha's house and they've slept together and she actually asks him to stay the night which is super rare for her to do because you know normally she's kind of just like fucking chuck so (laughs) (laughs) yeah and you know they're talking about his earrings that he got at tiffany's um Mm -hmm. and they're just yeah they're doing like a little pillow talk i mean usually we see samantha like getting dick down it's very rare to see her having an actual like tender moment with someone Mm -hmm. and uh yeah they seem to be getting along yeah it seems like good so far what could go wrong oh yeah what could what could possibly happen dear writers who wrote the show (laughs) uh so okay so then we go back to carrie and aiden they've had their first date they're so they're sitting on carrie's iconic steps uh Uh in she finally confesses that she's not a designer like she's a writer and she just wanted a discount Mm -hmm. uh but then she pulls out a cigarette and asks, like, oh, are you upset? And he's mo- he's not upset about the news, but he is upset that she's a smoker. Yeah, yeah. He is like, do you smoke often? She's like, no. And lies. Um. Oh, yeah. Lies, <laughs> lies, lies. Only lies coming from her mouth. So, uh, yeah, she throws it on the ground. She's just like, oh, see, you know, no big deal. It's fine. They uh, they kiss and he's just like I can still taste that cigarette and uh, she goes for a mint and when she's going for it he kind of is just like look I can't really date a smoker so I'm... okay so here's here's where I, um, I may be controversial uh, mm-hmm. but I think that he's kind of annoying uh, with this like <laughs> i think it's fair i think it's fair to be like i don't like smoking and smoking is it's a nasty habit and it's very pointless because you know mm-hmm. it's like weird you just get addicted to it It doesn't really do anything but you're like i need to have a cigarette or else i will die <laughs> yeah um, yeah but like mm-hmm. it's kind of i feel like the way he's just like Ugh, I'll never date a smoker. It's just like, come on, dude. It's the 90s. You can still smoke in fucking restaurants. Chill out. It's the 90s. <laughs> I, f- 
I've never dated a smoker before. Um, I don't know what that would be like. I don't know what it is like to kiss someone whose mouth tastes like cigarettes, I guess. Like, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's one of those things. Like, everyone has their different deal breakers. For some people, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it could be smoking. Like, I'm sure my deal breakers sound stupid to someone else, but... Um, <laughs> what's your deal breaker <laughs> I don't know like again I guess my issue my, like my version of a smoke would be someone who eats meat like I yeah because mm-hmm. I don't I wouldn't really want to kiss someone who just eaten steak like that sounds kind of gross to me but I yeah, wouldn't yeah that's fair but like mm-hmm. I wouldn't like tell them to stop I'd just be like hey can you you know have a mint <laughs> Yeah, it might be kind of like, can you not do it around me? Yeah, kind of thing. Like, I think with I think even like with being like a vegetarian or vegan, like in a similar way, it also means that like you make different lifestyle choices when you're around certain people. So like, if I was you know gonna cook dinner for my boyfriend if he was vegetarian, obviously I'm not gonna make it with meat in it, right? No. Like, so if if I was dating someone and I was a smoker, I would probably not smoke like with them. Yeah, and I think there's like a difference between someone who smokes all the smokes like forty a day and someone who has a couple cigarettes. I mean, Carrie is the type of person who probably stinks of smoke. Oh yeah, she probably reeks. Like I have no idea how he didn't already know she was a smoker because I'm sure she stinks. Like, yeah, like and if they're going out to, I mean, presumably they went out to like dinner or something. I, uh, um, I'm did, sure. You would think she would just sit. There. I mean, like I said, you could smoke in restaurants. She's probably sitting there smoking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Carrie is very crushed by this. She's crushed that her crush has said this. Mm. And she does keep referring to him as a crush. I guess we skip the scene where she tells Miranda she has a crush. Yeah. Uh, which is very, like... <laughs> I did love that because she's like, I think I have a crush. It's, you know, the first time since Big. And Miranda's <laughs> like, I have not a crush in years. And Carrie's like, what about Steve? <laughs> I, feel like, I, I do feel like a crush is a different thing. Like, a crush is, like, kind of playful Mm -hmm. like i don't know i get crushes where i'm like "Mm, i think they're cute but i'm not gonna ask them out i feel like a crush is almost kind of like maybe not necessarily unrequited but it's like it's kind of something where you go home and you think about it but like you whether you're gonna tell them about your feelings or not you haven't yet probably and you're not maybe planning to it's just kind of like oh i think you know i think my yoga instructor is really cute Mm-hmm. as opposed yeah. to like oh i saw a guy at the bar and i'm gonna go talk to him because i think he's yeah cute. um but yeah this is also the scene uh the scene on the steps is the one where she's wearing a gown the cow the cowhide jacket and then cowboy boots and uh-huh. i really this is like i'm feeling very uh very cowgirl at the moment i'm feeling the uh the yeehaw agenda and this is like such a look it's it is a look i don't know if i feel the the cowhide jacket i do appreciate the boots i'm gonna pretend it's fake i know there's those boots are almost definitely leather i'm going to pretend the jacket is fake you're valid yeah um Mm -hmm. i'm gonna pretend it's fake and not like five thousand dollars uh just my own sanity but Yeah. yeah that's pretty much the end of the scene like it's just um it's just Carrie being upset. And then we get our, our question yeah. of the week when she goes inside. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, she goes inside and she just smokes up a fucking chimney <laughs> in her apartment. Like, she she's smoking and smoking and smoking and she starts to wonder, uh, when did dating become so dump friendly? Um, too long, don't read. You know, stuff like smoking used to be kind of one part of your portfolio. Uh, and she's kind of like, I feel like that should be negotiable. Like, that's just one part of the package. And she compares partners to liquidating stocks. <laughs> yeah, maybe she dated big for too long. I think she did. Yeah. Any amount is too long. Um, but the question is, in relationships, what are the deal breakers? Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like deal breakers are a personal thing. I think there are like, mm-hmm. there are universal deal breakers, I would imagine. Um, but yeah. I feel like everyone has an own, like their own thing, which is just immediate cutoff. Yeah. I mean... There's a few things I can think of off the top of my head. I mean, if you don't mow hay, you can go away. Uh, <laughs> what are some of the True. other ones? I don't know. I feel like there's not any, like, when I was, like, teenager, I remember being, like, I would never date someone who's never read Harry Potter before because oh I was, God. like, 14 or something stupid. Yeah. Uh, at this point, I'm, like, oh, it would be weird to date someone who didn't want to talk about Pokemon with me, but it wouldn't be a oh. deal breaker. <laughs> I think... I think my only, like, deal breakers are really, like, political. Um, Yes. Like, that's Mm. it. Like, someone who, or, like, you know, someone who's just rude and an asshole. Like, obviously someone who is, uh, shows, like, abusive traits. uh, As Mm -hmm. in maybe they're not actually abusive, but they get angry very suddenly and, like, do things quickly. Like, that's a deal breaker. Um, Yeah. People with a temper, for sure. Yeah. Someone who, you know, like... uh, you know, someone who very clearly has an issue that, I mean, because everyone mm-hmm. has issues, but I'm like, oh, I'm not equipped to deal with uh, you drinking every day. Uh, maybe I should bounce, you know, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and yeah. then, yeah, like political, like, you know, you're a Nazi. I mean, I doubt they'd want to date me, but then there is that, there is that proud boy who's married to a black woman. Uh huh. Um, yeah. And they have kids, and I'm like, really, like, oh can i have can i adopt those kids so they have a bit of self-love because i i really don't think um nazis should be having black children that's just my onion yeah no they shouldn't have any children but especially (laughs) yeah that's especially one that's big uh yeah yeah political deal breakers are huge like Mm. even if you were like yeah i vote like i guess no one votes republican here someone was like oh yeah i voted conservative i'd be like yeah, that's not going to happen. Actually, that was a deal breaker for me once. I was, uh, I had been chatting with this girl on Tinder and she was even a mom and that hadn't been a deal breaker for me. I was oh. like, hmm, that's like, I don't really want to become a stepmom, but you know, yeah. but then it was like, then I had like seen on her Facebook page that she was, uh, it said that she was uh, socially liberal, fiscally conservative, and oh. that she had voted conservative. And it was basically like, this is how the Canadian Conservative Party can, you know, get back at it for the next federal election and win this time. And I was like, immediately stopped talking to her. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Uh, official stance of the podcast no fucking Tories. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Yeah, I, I mean, that's the thing, because, like, I've been using Hinge more than Tinder recently, mm-hmm. um, and that, you can put your political beliefs, but it's only, like, it's conservative, moderate, and then liberal and other, so, like, other mm-hmm. is vague, because for yeah. all I fucking know, they could be 
a libertarian or they could be like a communist like it's a, it's a it's a roll of the dice i don't know what i'm getting if you say other right yeah um i think i put liberal just because like i mean technically i probably am more socialist than liberal but like i mean pedantic mm-hmm. for a fucking dating app um true <laughs> but when someone has like moderate or conservative i'm like what does that mean yeah what does that off. mean so you stand for nothing. Well, conservatives do stand for shitty things. It's liberals who stand for nothing. So yeah. the moderates, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just think it's I just think it's peculiar. And I guess like the other thing would be someone who is like particularly religious just because I'm not and like you know, there's a point mm-hmm. where it's like, Oh, if we if we were to get together then you'd probably want me to be like your religion and I'm probably not gonna find anything in it. And I don't. Yeah. Want... So, like, someone, yeah, it's just sort of uh, anyone who I just can't gel with, mm-hmm. <laughs> which isn't really. I sound like I have a lot of red flags, but these are probably just everyone's. I would imagine, you know. I think it's just kind of like you know we should be com- we should have similar things. We should have similar lifestyles. Is yeah. the thing. And by like religion, so, I mean you know if you're like uh, like a, a conservative Catholic, um, mm-hmm. you're probably not gonna like me. <laughs> true yeah yeah no i mean i could date someone who is religious but not someone who is you know very strictly religious i think yeah someone who yeah you're probably Mm. not gonna like when i ask if we use a condom if you're a catholic yeah um so yeah what are the deal breakers and then we cut right to charlotte and brad again and Charlotte's kind of trying to train him. It's like he's a dog. Like she's basically just like, I think it's really sexy when you lightly touch your lips to mine and don't eat my entire face. She's being so uh, specific. She's like, when mm. you lightly brush your lips against mine, and then I like it when you lightly press your lips against mine. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he- kissing. <laughs> yeah. Um. And they start doing, you know, the actual technical thing, and then. And then he d- goes back to licking her face. Yeah, uh-huh. He just goes right back at it. And Charlotte's just like, I can't do this. Like, you're a bad kisser. He, She just straight up tells him. And he says, come on, it's my thing. Which, You what? don't have a thing. Like, how are you a 30-year-old man? You think you have a thing. Like, how many women has he dated who, like, just deal with him licking their face? Oh, I have no idea, but it's disgusting. And I'm sure he's heard this before and he's just like, oh, it's just what I do. I love it. I love to lick your face. It's like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. I really, I am so curious as to what he's like in bed because can you imagine someone on top of you just licking your face? That sounds disgusting. Mm. And it doesn't even look like he's like, like if he likes to lick, that could be good, but it looks like the way he's doing it, not going to be good. So no. take our word for it. Uh, and then she, yeah, she's like, what the fuck? Um, and just dumps him, more or yeah. less. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, she pretty much dumps him on the spot because that's her deal breaker. Um, we got a really fun Stanford scene. I thought this was hilarious. Uh, okay, well, no, the later scene is hilarious. This one is just fucking weird, but also kind of funny. Uh, he, so he met this designer guy, I guess, at the furniture place with Carrie. Yeah, Marty. Um, yeah, and okay, so they get back to this guy's bedroom, and his bed is covered in these china dolls, like covered. Oh, there's like there's <laughs> forty of these dolls or something on his bed, and uh, there's others around the room. And he's like, he like takes Stanford over, and he's like, 
he shows him one of them and he's like, this is the Queen of Siam. Uh, this is the Mary Queen of Scots. And it's just... <laughs> Um, like, I don't find these dolls creepy because I did have one as a kid. Um, mm-hmm. but I, it's creepy to have this yeah. many. No, I, I think don't... I only had like a couple. I yeah, a couple many, is fine. God. I had fucking Barbie dolls and brats. Like, I actually played with those. Um, yeah, these are very decorative. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, the guy's like, Oh, do you want to help me clear them off the bed? It's like, Do you do this every day? Like, this is where it would make sense to fuck on the floor like true <laughs> we always give carrie shit about it this is where it would make sense <laughs> like uh, fucking on the floor next to a bed uh really uh-huh. useless but then yeah if you do have just a, an army of china dolls then that would make sense <laughs> um yeah i mean i find it weird i find it weird when people do this like people who collect dolls and shit and they have them on their bed because that just seems like like effort like how are you gonna wait <sighs> I don't even mm-hmm. make my bed in the morning. I really well, don't. same. Yeah. Because I'm fucking tired. I have shit to do. I don't, I want to give me, I want to have the extra five minutes of sleep. So like, you're telling me this guy wakes up probably like 20 minutes early just to put the fucking dolls on his bed. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, it's, it's such an ordeal to me. Like I could, like, and what happens if you come home drunk? Like you're just going <laughs> to fall on your bed and I just don't understand. And like, where do you put them? If you put them somewhere else, they can just be there. Yeah, it makes so much sense. Like, even having throw pillows all over my bed would stress me out. Like, I, I'm extremely anti-bed making. I I make my bed, like, once every three weeks. Yeah. I make my bed when someone is going to be in my room, and that's it. Yeah, pretty much. Even then, I might not. It's like, I'll make my bed when I wash my sheets, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And then, so now we're just kind of, you know, blank suddenly. We cut away, and we go to... um samantha and siobhan mm-hmm. yeah. yeah they're back at fusion yeah yeah um and like adina comes over and she's like oh hey siobhan uh you know so and so is leaving now why don't you go say hello i think it's their aunt um yeah so, someone they know yeah she's like, she's like why don't you go say goodbye i'm gonna talk to samantha and he's like okay um and then she sits down. Also, this is like a packed restaurant and she's the head chef and she's just fucking wandering around. Also with her hair down, which there's no there's no fucking chef who has her hair down, but okay. Um, yeah, true. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and she comes over and she's talking to Samantha and she's like, so, and this is just the most, ugh, this is why we can't have nice things. Um, uh-huh. but she's basically like you're dating my brother you're white i don't want you to um i don't want him to date a white girl and that's that so i'm not gonna prove so you might as well break up with him now yeah samantha's kind of like well it's none of your business we actually really like each other and yeah that's pretty much the scene though she just gets up and leaves and is like look his approval means a lot to me and yeah. if i don't approve then well it's not gonna end well anyway so. I'm like, I'm not saying this doesn't happen because it does, but mm-hmm. I think my issue is like, we, it, you know, it's happened to my family, but the issue is that like, why can't this character just date a fucking black person and it be treated the same as like it is with every other character in the show? Because there, there are literally, there are two black boyfriends. I really don't think there's anyone else of any other race that like comes it's like a a character you know um has yeah. a name yeah that's pretty much it we and had the yeah. like, latino janitor oh no wait i think he was an indian janitor and we had like a latino janitor 
And it's like, well, why can't someone just have a fucking boyfriend who's black and it just not be an issue? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they kind of, it's impossible for them to do it without making it a thing. Hmm. And it's like, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be as jarring if they just dated an assortment of, of guys. Because like, like we're saying, this is, it's New York City. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of the most diverse places in the world. Like, why aren't they dating like why aren't their friends different races like this is also one of the few times we see them with a black friend like it's just weird and like forced and it's Mm -hmm. not really it's not the show i think to be tackling interracial dating no not at all no not from this perspective it's it's very yeah it's not handled very well for the story they're trying to tell Mm. uh so we go to brunch and we kind of get Samantha saying, you know, Adina doesn't approve, uh, but I, she's really upset about it because she really, she really likes Siobhan, so yeah, she's trying to figure out what to do about it, and uh, also Carrie's outfit is hideous. I really hate it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's really into, she's really into the flower brooch this season. Um, I hate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> what do we talk about? Oh, we got like, um. We just kind of, this is sort of the barrage of, like, uh, aggressions. <laughs> yeah, there's some some stuff going on here. Like, mm-hmm. okay, we get, like, a one-two punch. So, let's start talking, you know, Samantha's like, oh, he has the biggest, and then Charlotte's like, big black cock. He's got a big black cock, and it's like, oh, God. <laughs> just, like, Charlotte, just chill like like maybe you don't start talking about cocks like don't start shouting about fucking cocks in a goddamn brunch like mm-hmm. um i mean also you know whittling people down to their genitals is like maybe not something we should do um yeah like it would make sense if samantha had said that and then charlotte was like jesus christ samantha can you not but <laughs> she didn't even not, say maybe? it yeah. yeah, I mean exactly. Samantha's Samantha is the type of person to talk about a boyfriend's penis at brunch, and then Charlotte mm. is the one to be like, "Don't do that." Um, yeah, I'm trying to eat, and then, and then we see that Charlotte has like a bruise, like a hickey on her chin. Oh yeah, full on hickey on her chin. It's really yeah. bad. And mm-hmm. then she's like, "Oh yeah, he raped my face," and it's like, "Oh, don't say mm. that." Yeah, really shouldn't say it that way. Um, um, even if she said, like, assaulted or attacked or something, I'd be like, okay, whatever, but, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the word use is bad. It's like, they're... they're like This just doesn't sound like something Charlotte would say. No, like, I she's not like... the edgy one. And, no. Yeah. No, she would say, like, oh, he, 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 no, he hit my... Like, he sucked on my face or something. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, it's weird. Like, Charlotte is just written by someone else this week. She doesn't seem like herself at all. Um, uh, and like it's just this is just the fucking worst like everyone is just Mm -hmm. I've written something and I can't read it so that's great (laughs) (laughs) oh give up smoking Uh, yeah (laughs) yeah because because well Samantha says she's not gonna back down and then Carrie's like me too I'm not gonna back down either I'm not just gonna give up smoking for some guy uh which okay this isn't about you but sure (laughs) uh miranda's like you're gonna pick smoking over a cute guy really like really yeah Uh, i I mean (laughs) i feel like samantha's problem is a little bit more serious um i think so yeah her her boyfriend's sister is like 
pretty much threatening their relationship. And then Carrie's like, mm, I've been on one date and I don't want to quit smoking. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, like, even Charlotte's problem is more serious than this. Like, <laughs> she had her face sucked. Uh, come yeah. on. <laughs> like, how And ho- the girls are kind of, yeah. Yeah. How hard did he suck her face? Because it's just, it's a huge hickey. Yeah, I don't know. Like, you have to kind of go for a bit to leave a mark. So, I don't know. Mm. And, and she, you think she would cover it up with makeup. Like, you know, Charlotte, Charlotte's the kind of person who does wear makeup. And it's not that hard to cover up a hickey. Like, no. But. No, get uh, some green concealer on that bitch. Um, exactly. But, yeah, they're talking. And basically, all the guys kind of just looking at Carrie. And they're pretty much like, yeah, we don't like you smoking, but we just put up with it. Because we never yeah. see any of them smoke. Uh, oh, yeah, none of them smoke. Like, Samantha has smoked weed a couple times, but she doesn't smoke cigarettes. No. Like, <laughs> it's like us. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, they're, like, they're pretty much saying to her, like, maybe you should just take this as an opportunity to quit because this guy is nice and it's yeah. not healthy. Um, and we don't like it. And then Carrie does consider it, reconsider it pretty quick after because, like – her and Stanford later are smoking in her apartment and <laughs> Carrie's just going on. Well, yeah, they're, they're just smoking like crazy. Like, I feel like the smoke is so dramatically in front of them. Oh like, my God. Yeah. It like, it like jump cuts to them, like sitting next to each other, like smoking, like, like they're on drugs. Like, just, like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like at three o'clock in the morning when you've been out all night drinking and you're, sm- and you're just chain smoking in the fucking area of a club. Like that's what they're doing, yeah. but it's inside at her apartment. Yeah, it's like they're hotboxing her living room, except for not with weed. <laughs> well, with, like, like nicotine. <laughs> all the fucking blinds are closed. Like, it really does look like they're, they're on a bender, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and then they're, like, drinking these cocktails, and they're like, what's wrong with smoking? I like smoking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's their problem with it? It never killed anybody. And fucking... I don't know. Stanford's like saying, you know, that was it for me with that guy and his dolls. Like, I can't do it. And Carrie's like, well, you know, maybe we shouldn't be so serious about these deal breakers. Maybe you should give them another shot. Meh, 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 meh. Uh, and then she's like, I think I might try to quit until I know what's up with this guy and see if I like him. Um, so I guess she's kind of come around on it a little bit. It, it, it's weird. Like, yeah, yeah, it's good. And uh then we go to steve don't we oh yeah yeah <laughs> this is a this scene sucked ass it fucking sucks like this is the point where i was like okay well steve is you know right about this miranda is being like she's not being supportive and then i'm like mm-hmm. oh okay fuck you okay so she's she's at uh like her desk um and she's working, and then Steve comes, he's like, oh, you want to go shoot hoops? And she's like, I, I have a deadline, you know, I've this has to be during by Monday, I really need to work. And mm-hmm. he gets so aggressive. He's, he flies off the handle. Yeah, this. he's shouting, he throws his basketball, which, like we said, don't throw basketballs in people's apartments. Um, uh-huh. So he's throwing it around, he's shouting at her, he's like, every, like, this happens so often, like, whether it's moving in, like, I asked you to do one thing, I've gone to so many lawyer events, like, yeah, he's probably got, he's gone to fancy cocktail parties, you're talking about going to (laughs) a fucking basketball court, like, not even a court, like, a fucking Mm -hmm. cement, like, 
like the one from Space Jam where Charles Barkley, <laughs> when he loses his mojo and then he goes to like the woman, like <laughs> the yeah, outdoor no. court where the women are playing and they're like, uh-huh. <laughs> they like tell him he sucks. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's pretty much exactly what it is. You yeah. know that scene from Space Jam? Everyone go oh, yeah, watch oh, Space yeah. Jam. It's a great film. Space Jam's good. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like really losing his temper with her and she's sort of keeping her cool and she's like why are you so mad yeah like the thing is okay miranda hasn't shown even a single bit of enthusiasm about it and you can tell she is the kind of person who's you know she's a realist or a pessimist and she she doesn't really give steve the time of day with the stuff he cares about but there is no excuse for men to yell like this True. Like, I mean, Steve is the most isn't the most intimidating man in the world, but like at the same no. time, if you're like anyone is fucking yelling at you like this, like it's not cool. No, and he's basically throwing a tantrum. Like when you throw something and you're yelling and stuff, like it's just. I mean, first of all, just men doing that in general, even if they're people like Steve, it's still very like, please don't do this. You're you're like kind of frightening me. Uh, yeah. I don't like to be yelled at. But it's just like there's different ways to approach the situation. Like you can say the same thing in a calm voice. You cannot throw the ball. Um and Miranda might come around and realize, you know, it's kind of ridiculous that maybe I never ever support anything you do, <laughs> but like it's <sighs> Steve be an adult, basically. Yeah, is the thing. and I mean, she's mm-hmm. kind of she is kind of right that like it's a very it's not a realistic goal at all. No, um, like he's obviously not going to win a million dollars. Like he's he's obviously not going to do it. I feel like if it was me and I got that opportunity, I'd be excited just to be able to like be the center of attention. Oh yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, the issue is that she's not she never supports him, and like she should at least not immediately be like <laughs> don't get excited like you're gonna fail yeah. like don't immediately yeah. tell someone they're gonna fail um <laughs> yeah especially your partner who you're you know like your the job is to support each other even if the goal is unrealistic it's like you know they know it's an unrealistic goal like just just support him but yeah uh, yeah and he, he storms he leaves, off mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we see him we see him on the set of space jam and Miranda shows up and this fucking sucks. Like, I fucking hated this. So she's like, go on, get him, Tiger. She's talking to him like he's a child. I guess because he acted oh. like one. Oh, um, yeah. No, you gotta. Yeah. And she's like, this is like, my parents cheer me on at sports day. I was, I never played a sport, so they didn't cheer me off for anything. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah. She's like, go, go get him. You can do it. You know, woo. Like, ugh. Yeah. And he's just making these shitty shots and he's not getting, like, any of them in. Uh, And, yeah, we've learned that he never made the shot at the thing. Like, he he didn't win, but, you know, Miranda showing up made him feel like a million bucks. Surprise. This fucking Revenge of the Nerds looking motherfucker couldn't shoot (laughs) from the halfway line. Like, as Miranda says, she's like, there are Nicks who can't do that yeah she very much does say that and she's right like yeah (laughs) but it just all that matters is it's you know miranda was supporting him and that's the end of them yeah that's their whole story for the week um then we go back to carrie and aiden and so carrie shows up to aiden's work and is like i'm here i'm gonna try to quit smoking i want to try to make this work and she shows him there's no cigarettes in her purse and then he's like oh well why don't we go out for coffee and 
they so they have like Carrie calls it the world's longest date because uh, mm-hmm. they go for coffee. It turns into a movie, and then it's nighttime, and like Carrie's like vein kid meme about needing a cigarette. <laughs> like she's <laughs> bursting. Like you can see the vein in her head. I will uh, also say she her handbag is a Dior saddlebag, which is very on trend mm. right now. If anyone wants to buy it for me, uh, I will DM <laughs> you my PayPal link. <laughs> It was very cute to me. I did think it was a very nice bag. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, and she's like, sort of like, uh, you know, everything is making her want to have a cigarette. She hears coffee and wants a cigarette. And then she's like, oh, if I eat, I'm going to want to have a cigarette. Um, yeah. But she's, she's, then she realizes, you know, sort of if she breaks up with him and leaves, just how much she's losing out on for one cigarette. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I do think it was really funny when, like, they're walking down the street and there's, like, someone smoking right in front of them as they're walking and Carrie just, like, inhales all the smoke as it comes out. (laughs) Like, literally, that's been me before. Because, like, I don't smoke, but, like, I have smoked. And, like, it is – the thing is – if you enjoy the smell, it is nice to walk behind someone who's smoking and just breathe it in. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I related to Uh, um, that. And then we we go to back to Stafford, and mm-hmm. he's at Marty's place, and it's, yeah, they're in their underwear. Um, this was a this was a scene. I loved was, this. This was art house cinema. Uh, uh-huh. so, so basically, Marty's like talk, talking about the fucking dolls again, uh, and Stafford just decides to kiss him because he's horny and mm-hmm. they start making out on the bed and like everything's going well and then a foot kicks off one of the dolls uh and it breaks i just i can't get the image out of my head of them on the bed and they show like a close-up of the dolls as the bed goes up and down and their eyelids are just bouncing oh. up and down like <laughs> open and closed and it's just it's oh it's just it's so funny the way they shoot it it's so good um and then it, it turns out that a broken face is a deal breaker for Marty. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bye bye, Stanford. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so that's it for Stanford. He's done now. And then we go back to Samantha and Siobhan at, uh, they're at some club and they're dancing. Uh, and Samantha- Adina shows up. Yeah. Oh, Samantha is wearing, okay. Just oh, so yeah. Cool. <gasps> okay. So she's wearing like a bejeweled sort of like iridescent dress okay mm-hmm. <laughs> she's wearing it's like good. a bejeweled iridescent dress with like waist high splits and then like matching underwear uh-huh it's a very it's a look and i thought it was really good uh, yeah so she looks great and then yeah adina shows up uh and uh basically sends siobhan away yeah, because oh yeah, because when she shows up, he's like, "Oh, so what's my favorite girl drinking?" And at the same time, they both say champagne. Uh, I mean, who isn't drinking awkward. champagne? <laughs> True. It's just so awkward that they both answer. And yeah, when he leaves, it's that Tumblr post where it's like, uh, you know, you're at the t- dinner table with your boyfriend and your father, and you say, "Oh, would you like some gravy, Daddy?" And then both of them oh! say yes. <sighs> Yeah, it's the same. Oh, I hate that. Uh, me too, but I need to bring it up. Um, so yeah, he goes away to get them a drink. Um, and then like basically they confront each other, and like Adidas 
Adina's basically taken that she's like, uh, look, he's gonna do whatever I say, so fucking break up with him, you know. Uh, and then, yeah, she also says, like, I don't care how many Jennifer Lopez dresses you own, you don't belong here. Uh, this is the it second is a very time Jennifer- Okay, yeah, it on. is. Oh, I was going to say, this is the second time they've brought up Jennifer Lopez in this episode, and they make it sound like it's, I don't know, like they keep bringing up Jennifer Lopez related to black people, but Jennifer Lopez is like Puerto Rican? It seemed yeah. like they were trying to make a cur- a connection with those, but. I think because at the time she was probably dating P. Diddy. Possibly, um, Yeah. And she mm-hmm. was wearing those, like, Versace dresses that were, like, super skimpy. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I guess that's the connection. But also, yeah, she's from the Bronx and is Puerto Rican. Um, she's, not, she's not a fucking rich white lady. So, like, it doesn't really add up. Like, I guess, I mean, I guess Jayla was different when she was dating, like, Ben Affleck as opposed to um, uh, P. Diddy. Mm-hmm. But like, true, it's a, true. It's a weird comparison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't really sure what they were going for, but mm. <laughs> all right. Yeah, and then they start like full on catfighting. Uh, yeah. Basically, Samantha walks away for a second, and then she's like, and she has a moment. She's like, wait, and we hear Carrie's voice over, and she's like, Samantha has stood up to loud mouth bitches before. So yeah, so they're fighting. Then Siobhan comes over and breaks it up, and we pretty much cut away. Yeah, so that's it for now. And then we go back to Carrie and Aiden. They went for dinner, and yeah, so Carrie's dying because they've they've basically gone out for dinner on top of their, you know, drinks and movie. Uh, and yeah, basically it's been seven hours, and she's dying to leave for her emergency cigarette. And the, when the waiter asks if she wants to see the dessert menu, Aiden's just like, oh yeah, I'll take a look. And then Carrie freaks the fuck out. She's like, I got a deadline. Oh my god, I gotta leave. Like, oh my god, holy shit, I forgot I have a deadline. I can't stay. Like, you have you have dessert. I'm gonna go. And then she just runs out without her jacket. Just mm-hmm. <laughs> She leaves her jacket behind, runs out, and she just like, she just deep dives into her purse for a cigarette like like it's heroin or something and she hasn't Ooh. gotten high and like <laughs> like it's like the way she goes for it she's like she she is hurting for the cigarette like well she drops it and then like it's on the floor and it gets wet so she has to rip off the end and it's like fucking train spotting <laughs> yeah it's it's a lot um, yeah and then Aiden like she's lighting it and she's like in the in the literal gutter um and Aiden comes out and he's like uh everything okay uh-huh. yeah so he's basically just like yeah we're gonna have a problem because of the smoking and she makes this guilty face at him that lasts like five seconds like she just keeps making this <laughs> oh, oh oh you got me i'm guilty oh, oh. <laughs> like <laughs> It's it's kind of painful to watch. Oh, this yeah. episode was already like thirty one minutes long, so it's like, did you really need to show me that many seconds of it? But <laughs> editing is important. Editing is important. Yeah, uh, I, I should be one to talk. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna leave everything in when I edit these. Oh episodes. yeah, same. I'm like, uh, I think I cut maybe two things that just didn't really work last week, and yeah, 
<laughs> That's it. <laughs> I somehow caught a, a nearly two hour long episode into an hour and 30 minutes. Um, it worked. Back to Samantha and Siobhan for one last scene. And um, it basically he's saying, you know, Adina's always going to be my number one. Like, it's just us, you know, after our parents died. So, you know, she has her issues. But, you know, her opinion means a lot to me, basically. And so that's like his deal breaker for him. Yeah. Uh, and then Samantha yeah. is, you know... She just sort of realizes that, like, if he's not going to stand up for his sister, that's not the kind of man she wants to be with. Um, mm-hmm. If, you know, he's not going to, like, protect her. Which I think yes. is fair. Yeah, I think, I think like, that's clearly going to be an issue. Yeah. Like, obviously they can't move forward and that's, like, going to be her deal breaker. So that's valid. Mm-hmm. I feel like your sister fucking hates me is a pretty, like, valid reason not to date someone. Uh-huh, yeah. Especially if they're, like, close with their sister and actually get along with them and, you know, like, respect their sister and stuff like that. Like, exactly, <laughs> it's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, hates her for something she can't even change. And then even Samantha is like, look, if she got to know me and then hated me, whatever. Uh, it's just, again, like, this is just such a fucking weird storyline for this show. It is, and, yeah, the... <laughs> Like, it could have been worse, and it wasn't as bad as I expected it to be, but at the same time, there were things they could have definitely done better. Like, Carrie's voiceover in this scene, I was like, did you really need to add that? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was going to be like that episode of Keeping Up With The Kardashians, where, like, those rappers go to their house, and then Kris Jenner's, like, rapping and throwing up, like, gang signs. Oh my um, god, I haven't seen that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was like a really early episode, like before they were all routinely only dating black people. Uh, yeah. Which again, weird about the Kardashians. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I thought it'd be like a lot more fetishy, like we do have that thing uh, with the BBC. Uh, but like I thought it would be like a recurring thing. I mean, it's still shit, I don't like it. But I was mm-hmm. like, Ugh. I mean, at least they break up because he's kind of a coward but again like this is a weird storyline and i mean i'm not defending it but i'll say like there there's a different reason why a black person wouldn't want someone dating a white person as opposed to you know the reasons why a white person wouldn't want to date a black person you know what i mean yeah absolutely yeah which like we don't get into she doesn't even have any reason she's just like i don't like white people (laughs) (laughs) yeah sex in the city do a funny reverse racism (laughs) oh yeah i'm surprised we didn't get that i'm surprised we didn't get like this is reverse race this is just as bad as slavery Uh, oh my god thank (laughs) god they didn't bring anything like that up uh but like yeah. yeah no they don't she doesn't have any reason like she doesn't get into like you know no you won't understand like you won't understand us or anything she's just like i don't like white people (laughs) yeah pretty much like she says at one point you don't belong here at the the club at the black people basically yeah Yeah, the club that they've (laughs) never shown in the show before ever in their life because they only go to clubs that have all white people in them Um, yeah maybe like one black person in the background um yeah Mm-hmm. and it's very jarring because there's only one black person yeah yeah so it's very obvious mm-hmm. yeah so that was the end of their entire story so that's done 
finally. Yeah. Um, and then we get one last scene with Carrie, and it's just her kind of looking in the mirror, and she's saying, you know, we had some good times together, and she dumps all her cigarettes in the toilet and flushes them, mm-hmm. and puts on a nicotine patch and says that she hopes he's worth it. Mm-hmm. And this is this really the start of a fucking hurricane, so. Yeah, she's definitely not going to cheat on him with Big. Oh, she would never do that. Like, Carrie's not a bad person, is she? No! <laughs> Big's not a bad person. He's married. (laughs) (laughs) Neither of them would ever cheat on someone. Not with each other. Wait, Big? Big, I mean, he only cheated that one time with his ex-wife. True. He would never cheat again. No, he would never cheat on a wife. Just like how he would never get married again. Yeah, men keep their word all the time. It's just a fact. (laughs) So, So, uh, speaking of words that was a very good segue should we do our rankings we should fuck they don't even know this week this is a this is a toughie it's a juicy um Mm -hmm. i mean i feel like everyone kind of equals each other out i guess like charlotte was kind of just in it like she wasn't really there and then when she was there she was just kind of weird um yeah she wasn't written very well i mean i did think it was very funny that they like let someone do that to kristen davis's face (laughs) (laughs) and i respect her for like going through with that um Mm -hmm. but otherwise i don't know like miranda's story sucked this week none of it was good because i hate it when miranda's wrong but i also hate steve so it's like i don't i didn't like any of it um Carrie may have been the most valid this week just because she, you know, she tried to do something good for something new in her life. Like, it's like she's trying to move past big for the first time and, like, actually be serious about it. So she's probably my top this week just for, you know, doing something different. And Aiden's, you know, kind of okay to see. So, yeah. Uh, The rest, though, I feel like... Like, Samantha herself wasn't, like, bad, but the story was just so bad that I want to put her, like, at the bottom, just, like, the story wasn't fun, yeah. No, and it was kind of nice to see Samantha, like, in an actual relationship with someone. True, where she actually has feelings and stuff. And isn't just, like, a horny sex monster. Uh Uh-huh. But, yeah, the storyline kind of sucked, so I feel like she is kind of near the bottom, just for that reason. Although, no, alright, so I'm gonna say actually Miranda's third, because fuck Steve. Should've fucking dumped him as soon as he started throwing shit. Yeah, that's so true. Like, fuck that. And then she goes and, like, he basically guilt trips her into coming to cheer for him, mm-hmm. so. And then, I guess that kind of forces Carrie to be at the top. Oh, I need to say something. Uh, you know, Siobhan? Mm-hmm. Did you recognize him? Not really. Has he been in anything? He was in. He has five credits, which is bizarre. Uh, okay. The most important one to me: Orange Mocha Frappuccinos. Oh my god! Is he? <laughs> is he seriously from that? Yes. Oh, that's so good to me. I was like, because I thought I reckon I like recognized Nadina, but like she hadn't been uh-huh. in anything I'd seen. So I was like, okay, well I might as well see what his IMDb is like. And yeah, he's the fucking, he's the other one. He's the, another one of the models who dies. Oh my god. <laughs> I should have known this. My fucking Twitter bio, or no, my fucking Instagram bio is Derek Zoolander's You Googly. So. <laughs> oh my god, it's so, I was like, 
I watched it today. I was like, oh my god, that's him. Uh, yeah. So there you go. I'm so happy you told me that. That kind of made my day. Yeah, I I knew you would appreciate it. <laughs> I guess we can get into questions now. So if you want to send us a question, you can send it to citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com slash ask. Uh, this week we got a few questions. So the very first one is from friend of the show Haunting the Morgue uh, on Tumblr. Uh, and they have asked... Hey, so I can actually speak to the sock thing y'all were talking about last ep. That's a thing that I've heard both drag kings and usually early on trans mask people do it. Uh, Often it's because uh, you are young and can't afford a packer. Charlotte and boyfriend of the week definitely could afford it and should have. Also, if you're not performing though, you don't go with a big honkin' one. No, that makes sense. Um, Yeah, I think that's good context for sure. That is. Yeah, that would, I mean, I would imagine if you are... Uh, using it as like a packer in place of an actual one you wouldn't just like roll up a fucking thigh high tube sock <laughs> and use both of them make it huge you'd probably yeah you'd probably fold it in a way where it looks a bit more um like a dick true true that makes sense so that's pretty good context thank you morg for the information because yeah i didn't really know anything about this so yeah i mean yeah a sock makes sense i'm just like yeah, they. I think we're talking about like uh, cartoon penises, like super large bulges. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen a penis that looks like a sock before. So would love to. Would love to see a knitted penis. I would not. So <laughs> It'd be hard if to you're watch. gonna send those in. Please send them to Alex, not me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. So yeah, thank you, Morg, for letting us know. Uh, our next question is from Tumblr user Jane Funda, who says, I'm so sorry you have to experience the one-two punch of Carrie dates a bisexual and then Samantha dates a black man. My question is, which is your favorite Kyle MacLachlan movie slash show and would you date 50-year-old Kyle? Do you know what? Um, we're run- we actually got through the episode pretty quick, which means that we can really talk about Kyle MacLachlan for like as long as we want. Oh, um, I would love to. Uh-huh. <laughs> so... All right, I think my favorite TV show, obviously, is Twin Peaks. And then my favorite movie is Showgirls. Thinking about doing a rewatch, so I'll rewatch it. And then when he shows up, I'll come through with all the the quotes, all the references. Uh, I think it's just a great film. I don't know if I've seen him in any movies because I haven't seen Showgirls. So Patreon exclusive. Uh, Donate to our Patreon and we'll do a... (laughs) we gotta now yeah yeah well we have to because patreon's holding everyone hostage the i should watch showgirls i mean technically okay i saw him in Firewalk with me which is a movie but he's barely in that so yeah and it's like it's like twin peaks it's just if it, if twin peaks was made now then it would just be like a game of thrones style extra long episode i mean twin peaks was made now like a year ago okay shut up <laughs> If it was made originally now, if the first season of Twin Peaks was made in 2019. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, the newest season of Twin Peaks was very, very, very had the same energy as Firewalk with me. Yeah. Well, because like Twin Peaks, okay, so the original Twin Peaks is just like, I mean, I'm if you haven't seen it, it's kind of just like a regular TV show that is kind of weird. But then the, re- you know, what was it? The Return? was like acid 
I feel like people sometimes give it too much credit. Yeah. I did think it was good. I do have the problem of thinking, David Lynch, can you please not torture a woman in every single scene? (laughs) Yeah, David Lynch is like, "Mm, what if I had this uh, character get uh, sexually assaulted? And you're like, ah, they have to. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think there's a single female character who hasn't been assaulted in the entire series. Uh... That being said, Shelley Johnson, I adore her to pieces and I would oh. die for Shelley Johnson. Yeah, I mean, that is the issue. That's the issue with David Lynch in general and male directors and writers in general, but that's beside the point. But yeah, I mean, the fucking episode eight where it's just like... Uh, yeah, honestly, I felt like that was like the best thing that aired on TV like the entire year that year. Oh like, my God, I, yeah. I loved it. It was so good. <laughs> I need but, like, to watch the return. Yeah. Do you know what I've been thinking of doing Twin Peaks rewatch? Because like... I used I had a habit of watching it like every Christmas and then I didn't do it this Christmas and now I'm like at the bit I need to see I need to go to Washington State I need to go to the sleepy town of Twin Peaks I need to be around the waterfalls I need to have that Julie my dream the Julie Christie soundtrack like I'm just do you know I would love to go to the Pacific Northwest and see you in summers (laughs) your country Oh, it's beautiful. It's amazing. I love the Pacific Northwest more than anything. I go home to BC and I step off the plane and I'm like, is this Twin Peaks? (laughs) Uh, Literally, though, I do say that several times when I'm home. (laughs) But yeah, my biggest, one of my biggest dream vacations is absolutely to go to the falls uh, and to go to like the R&R diner. Oh, yeah. I want that so bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, What if we, I mean, we're always like, oh, yeah, like it would make sense. Like the halfway point for us would be to actually meet in New York. Uh, But what if we, what if we just went on like a Twin Peaks vacation? Oh, that would rule. (laughs) I would love it so much. Me too. Yeah. uh, Dale Mm -hmm. Cooper is the like prima, you know, the premier copaganda. That's the thing about him is that he's the only valid cop that's ever existed. (laughs) Him and, okay, I have two other exceptions, and they're both from Pokemon. And Pokemon is from, like, a socialist utopia, so, like, I'm pretending that cops are different there. Uh, yeah. Look- Looker from Pokemon is from the international police, and oh. Nanu is too. So, like, there are valid cops too, but, like, Pokemon is a different universe. I thought you were going to say Mulder and Scully. <laughs> oh, I haven't watched X-Files, so. No, me neither, but I feel like I should. But, like, yeah, Twin Peaks is good. Okay, so Showgirls. Um, oh, boy. He's not... The thing about Karma Glocklin and Showgirls is he's truly uh, not, like, the... He's not important. Like, he's a main character. He fucking sucks. Like, he... <laughs> he's just not important. He's, like, a dickhead. It's one of the few roles where he's playing, like, a villain. Um, oh, interesting. I mean, I, I would argue that he's almost like a villain in Sex in the City, but, like, not... <laughs> Not like a typical villain, but you're definitely not supposed to like him by the end of the show. So, and I I don't think that's a showgirl spoiler because he has like a stupid swoopy hairstyle, which just screams like bad guy. Um, (laughs) Oh, I need to see this just for his stupid hair. (laughs) It's also like, oh my god, he has some of the greatest sex scenes in that film. Which, like, the thing is, Carmel Clint is a very handsome man. I don't really see him as like a sexual. Like, I don't want to fuck Carl McLaughlin. Like, uh, you know, I want him to take me out on a nice date, but, like, I don't want to fuck him. I think it depends on which Carl McLaughlin we're talking about, because, like, 
he's very handsome to me and like i would i would go on a date with 50 year old kyle mclaughlin oh yeah uh, i'd rather go on a date with like twin peaks kyle mclaughlin from like 1991 oh yeah because then you know he's gonna age well but yeah that's twin peaks is really the only thing i've watched him in other than sex in the city because like i've never watched portlandia i watched portlandia did you watch desperate housewives no i didn't watch that uh he had like a he was kind of like a tray in that he kind of showed up and was like a recurring supporting character and then pissed off i just remembered he was also in how i met your mother yeah when he was dating like a young woman (laughs) yeah i mean how i met your mother fucking it's a terrible show he had a really good role on that though like as the captain like he and i watched that before i ever watched twin peaks so like when i watched that i remember just being like oh my god this is amazing uh because i used to love how i met your mother back when i was like 18 Mm uh but yeah he he was really good in that role even though the show itself kind of sucks yeah he was kind of like a like a shining light that show was pretty terrible but like i watched a lot of it yeah oh yeah i've seen the whole series like i'm not gonna lie about that (laughs) i'm looking at his imdb now uh the flintstones movie right he did do that (laughs) (laughs) he was the villain in that he maybe he does have more villain roles than i thought he was um let me get his names because the flintstone always has it always has great names let's see cliff Vandercave. that's not very oh i love that uh and then uh, yeah, the other two, um, David Lynch. Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet and Dune. Yes. I've never seen Dune, but it's like one of my, it's like my dad's favorite book. I've heard good things about it, but I just have no desire to watch or read it. Like, oh. I've seen some gifts of it where I'm like, oh, Kyle MacLachlan is beautiful in this, but I don't want to watch the movie. I just want to see the gifts of no. him. It was his first film, and like, I mean, that's the other thing, is I'm like, oh... This is for nerds. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, I do love science yeah. fiction, but I feel like there's nothing that really draws me to it. Like, there's no. nothing where I'm like, oh, this seems really interesting. Here's the thing. I'm more of a science, like, you're more of a fantasy girl. I'm more of a science fiction girl. But yeah. there is a degree of both of those where it's like, oh, this is for fucking, like, people who have, like, a lot of, like, need to be invested in it. And Dune is, like, a fucking huge book. And people, like, when they talk about it, um, it just goes over my head. They're talking about fucking spice and shit. And I'm, it's like, there is a, there is a layer, right? There's a layer that is, like, harder to penetrate. Like, I would say the Song of uh, Ice and Fire books are, that's, that's at the bottom layer, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. That's, like, a hard thing for someone who's just, like, casually into something to really give a shit about. Game of Thrones mm-hmm. is higher, like, Game of Thrones the tv show has a degree of that because of all the different characters but like yeah but i mean you can be an idiot and watch game of thrones too i mean lots of people do (laughs) i know true i mean there's no way they could have that big of an audience without like 90 percent of the people being idiots but (laughs) but like the books are like oh i need to pay attention and then it being a david lynch film on top of that i'm like oh i mean i know it's not lynch's like favorite project and it's not even all that lynchian um i always forget that lynch actually made it yeah it's like where's a razorhead baby (laughs) (laughs) i would love to see i love how the people like who the directors who tackle dune are like the most fucking off the wall like oh i'm a weird i'm a weird white guy and i'm a director and everything's gonna be like surreal and shit like it's never just someone it's never fucking like christopher nolan like fucking baby's first film (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, we also got another question from Summer. <gasps> Summer? Yeah. Friend of the show, Summer. Our, our good friend of the show. What does she have to say? Summer says, what would Stephanie and Alex's newspaper columns look like? Oh, boy. Have you got an idea? Because I don't. Um, okay. I feel like if I wrote a column, it would probably be about, like, okay, so I only have, like, five interests. So, uh, it would probably be about one of those things every week. I feel like I have the most to say about, like, Pokemon. I feel like I could easily write a column that's like, this is the cool Pokemon that I like this week. (laughs) And this is why I think it's really neat. And did you know all these facts about it? And also, like, this is cool. Stephanie, I'm getting, like, severe, um like year five uh like show and tell <laughs> flashbacks <laughs> but i mean that's i would i could absolutely write that oh i um, would absolutely read it and i don't really care about pokemon but like it yeah. sounds fantastic just like this is the pokemon i care about this week yeah exactly and the thing is there's so many pokemon i care about so i could just go on forever um i feel i feel like maybe i would have like a um like a film one i suppose like film and tv i mean that's kind of boring maybe an advice column i would love to write an advice column also i would love to read your advice column because i would just i just i already know the things that you say just anyway (laughs) and just watching you respond directly to people kind of like especially since they're like anonymous so it's not like they're really asking you questions to your face like just knowing the kinds of things you would say in response i would love to read that (laughs) well here's the thing i'm a virgo so i'm very good at advice but no one ever takes it and then i have to sit there like i told you so just radiating i don't say it but i do radiate it oh i love to say i told you so it's good yeah i think if i had anything else like my mind just wanders so much um that i'd be like oh i'm gonna have a yeah i'm gonna have a film column i'm gonna talk about like all the films that that came out this week and i'm gonna or i'm gonna talk about like a an old film i love uh that i would lose track of that and i would just start talking about like the weird thoughts that come into my brain like okay i did tweet this but not enough people really like responded to it for my liking but ariana grande is hatsune miku uh, <laughs> for non-weebs because I was listening to The Light Is Coming the other day and I just saw like a fucking Vocaloid like yeah <laughs> <laughs> she is this, right. the hair the like cartoonishly long hair the tiny little dresses the sort of like tinge of childhoodness the sort of tinge of the Lolita thing which is a bit off-putting but like whatever yeah that's kind of her thing at this point yeah and that's like every anime character I guess the only difference is that's her own design, whereas most anime characters are, like, drawn by horny men. True. Uh, Ariana Grande is a woman, uh, a live woman, so, yeah, she can she can kind of do what she wants. Yeah, she has some autonomy. <laughs> she has some autonomy. She is a, a real live person, as opposed to a fictional character, but, <laughs> like, that is a major difference, but otherwise, I mean, prove me wrong. That's a really good point. And I think that you're right. And everyone should go onto your Twitter feed and follow you and like your post. Uh-huh. And you can anonymously ask for my uh, advice. Uh, I don't think you should actually take it. Well, I think you should because I'm always right. But if something goes wrong when you do, that's not that's not my liability. Again, you have autonomy. <laughs> but you're always right. So if people don't take your advice, that's their own fault. 
Yeah, if see, that's the thing. If it goes wrong and you take my advice, then I'm not liable. If it goes wrong and you don't, then you should listen to me. Well, we should we should start our own newspaper and and publish like our advice column and our I like this Pokemon column. <laughs> that's it. It's just a sheet. It's just a sheet of paper. Print media isn't dying, bitch. We're coming back. Uh, so that's our last question. Thank you, Summer. Thank you, Summer. Thank you, uh, everyone who asked us questions. We appreciate it. So I guess we can sign off then. So uh, if you want to find me on media, on on the media, you can find me on Twitter at Age of Oddish. And you can find me on Tumblr at Windfall Island. Uh, yeah, and if you want to find me, then you can find me on Tumblr at Dork Phoenix, or you can find me on Twitter at Dork Phoenix 69 I love it. And uh, yeah, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, on Tumblr. You can see our, you know, our new episode posts and stuff. Yeah, I forgot to plug that last week. Um, but to be fair, I also forgot to thank Josh uh, on air. For everyone who is worried, uh, we did thank him uh, after we recorded. <laughs> we did. We did. We promise yeah. that he was thanked. Uh, yeah, so uh, follow us on there and check us out on Noise Space because, you know, there's always new podcasts on Noise Space and uh, they're really great. Check out The Island Shuffle. That's me every week. I'm like, check out The Island Shuffle. It's really good. Yeah, and check out H... H... Check out... Check out Tuning Fork. Check out... Jerging It. Check out The Stick. Check out... If I name all of them, I'm going to forget one. I'm going to be assassinated. Check out my pod cabbages. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, my pod cabbages is very good. So listen to that. Uh, if I forgot you, uh, don't kill me. <laughs> True. Or try, bitch. <laughs> Bold of you to assume you can. Uh, but yeah, so that's it for us. So I guess we will see you next week. Uh, so as we say, mohe every day. Uh, adios. <laughs> <laughs>